This podcast contains strong language, sexual references, and is intended for a mature audience, as things can get a little bit crazy around here. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, I'm Frankie Anduando, the creator of Draw the Line, the game of deal breakers and red flags, and now your host of the It's Not Me, It's You podcast, where we talk about everything that keeps your group chats up at night saying OMG. From first dates... Instagram like knows when you're like fucking someone or like talking to someone and they have their shit like right All up the time. front. All the time. So I mute that shit so fast because I'm right. like, hold right. up. I'm not going to be watching your story within seconds here. To breakups. Not going to lie. Like I miss him, but. Do you miss him or do you miss the dick? To naughty bedroom kinks. I really think that really good head has a man like. How many times a week? Like every day. Okay, you're being unrealistic. I think I literally see the, the sound tech. I, <laughs> I, I literally just saw the sound tech. I think she just had a heart attack. Can you give me a thumbs up if you're still there, please? Is she still there? And all the relationship dilemmas in between... I, like, literally was telling a guy that I really liked them, and then guess what the fuck happened, Sean? The lights went fucking out. My ex got really mad at me because I forgot he was vegan once. <laughs> and like, he... how the fuck do you forget Yo, that? it was bad. It was so bad. He lost his shit? He lost his shit. Because I, literally, whenever I start dating whoever I'm going to date, y'all will not know about it unless you're my close friends. It will not Period. be on my Instagram. It's embarrassing. I I used to be there. I used to be posting guys in my story and it would be just... Not you posting guys no, on your story please. giving people free promo, please, honey. honey. You please, were giving the girls... Please, embarrassing. Let's not talk about it. You were giving the girls we embarrassing. Were, Spell we embarrassing, we honey. E-M-B-A-R-R-A-S-S-I-N-G, bitch. We're discussing it all right here at the round table every week at 12 p.m. starting September 6th, wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, and leave us a review. And I can't wait to see you guys soon. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. It's not me, it's you, presented by Draw the Line, the game of deal breakers and red flags. I'm your host, Frankie Ando Ando, and I'd like to formally welcome you guys to the round table. It's empty right now since this is a single man show for now, but in just a few weeks, we will be getting down to the nitty gritty, dealing with all of your relationship woes and sharing some 411 and gossip that's going to leave you guys saying OMG right here at the round table on my new podcast it's not me it's you so make sure to subscribe follow and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast because you won't want to miss it now that we've gotten that out of the way i want to start off by saying how excited i am to be here right now podcasting in a studio doing what i love most but most importantly speaking to you guys for those of you who aren't familiar with my podcast work hi nice to meet you Buckle up because you are in for a ride of a lifetime. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be the bad, and there's going to be the ugly. I give it to you all on my podcast, so I want you guys to just know that if you're new here, nothing here is fake. I talk about my L's, I talk about my wins, my friends talk about their L's, my friends talk about their wins. Like We are not going to sit up here and 
pretend like we have everything figured out because we fucking don't. For the other half of you, or for those of you transferring from my old podcast or who know me from other shows we no longer speak of here, I just want to tell you guys how thankful I am for you guys. It's been months since I've posted or done an episode and the support, the DMs, that I've received from you guys, like that really pushed me to come back to work and create a new space and brand. This is a completely new chapter for me professionally, socially, spiritually, and romantically. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. And I hope you guys love what we have in store for you guys this season. Today's episode is really all about hitting the reset button and starting over, which is something I've clearly done once or twice professionally, hence the new podcast. We all know I've done it socially since moving out of Manhattan and moving back to my hometown. By the way, for those of you who are confused or have been living under a rock, yes, I moved back to my hometown full time last fall when my dad was diagnosed with cancer. Um, He sadly passed away last year, but I'll get into all of that in detail at a later date um obviously we know i know a thing or two about starting over and hitting the reset button romantically because let's be real here i have next best thing syndrome one day i can see myself walking down the aisle with you and the next day i'm walking myself down the hallway into an uber at five o'clock in the morning after writing someone's son but that's a conversation for another day or for my pastor or for my friend joe harding or for my fucking therapist, which I don't know if you guys remember from my previous podcast, but she wanted me to fuck her boyfriend while she watched. Did I do it? No. Would I do it? Maybe. Will I talk about that whole ordeal on my podcast at some point this season? Yes. Um, But before we get into today's group chat conversation and I start spilling my life to you guys, let me tell you guys a little bit about the new podcast and what to expect. It's Not Me, It's You is a space for open and raw conversations on all things sex, relationships, and any other topic that may or may not be keeping us up at night saying, oh my God. Stressing over a first date, we got you. Your boyfriend gave you an STD, we got you covered. Think your best friend's boyfriend is cheating, we will walk you through it like it's a mission at Quantico. Think of this podcast as your dating Bible. Except we encourage naughty behavior, don't care about you having premarital sex, and our and our final supper is scheduled at Bronson's. By the way, in case you're wondering, Bronson's is where me and my friends, well, my friends, I don't know. Are we friends yet? I'm not really sure. I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, because like I'm new here and like they're new into my life. But pretty much, Bronson, think of it as Think of it for my OG listeners as what Cathedral and Bounce was for my New York friends and I on the other podcast. Everything goes down for me these days at Bronson's. So like when I say like our final supper is scheduled at Bronson's, like it's because right now everything revolves around Bronson. Like the hookups, the cheatings, the scandals, the flirting, the mess, like the mess all goes down at Bronson. And like in my old podcast, the mess used to go down at Bounce or Cathedral. So That is kind of like my new friend group, keyword new friend group, because like it's the beginning of summer and I don't really know where things are going to go. But like that's kind of like our meeting ground. That's kind of like our lab. That's kind of like where, yeah, that's like our lab. But anyways, you're probably wondering what separates us from every other podcast. Well, let me answer that for you right now. Every week, I'll be here at the studio and have several guests joining me at the roundtable for a discussion. The topics will vary, but will usually come from topics in our relationship card game, draw the line, the game of deal breakers and red flags. Um, For those of you who are like, wait, Frankie, what? Yeah, I dropped a game last year called Draw the Line, the Game of Deal Breakers and Red Flags. It's pretty much a card game that 
helps you figure out who's worth your time and who's not. Every single card has a data description with like a different dilemma and you and your friends or you and your partner play the game and you either have to decide if it's a deal breaker or red flag. If it's something you'd be okay with, you say red flag. If it's something you would not be okay with, you say deal breaker. Um, but like in every real life relationship, if you let a red flag slide, there is a future consequence, whether they cheat on you, whether they dump you, whether they leave you at the altar. I don't know. In our game, it's known as a hot seat question question um because our goal is to encourage honest and raw thoughts and conversations and answers which is exactly why we created the game so every week on this new podcast the conversations are going to be about what's in the game for the last few months our draw the line the game of deal breaker and red flags customers have dm'd us and shared that the game while fun was super educational and forced and sparked players to open up speak up and share their thoughts and opinions on the most current and trending dating dilemmas we're all facing in 2023 without feeling judged so i just feel like it's time we put the filters away and be honest about how we really feel about our dating experiences that's why we called the show it's not me it's you all these podcasters sit here and tell us what we've done wrong, what we should do, what they think is wrong with us. But what if I told you guys that the key to winning the game of love all starts with you? Let's hop back in a time machine to the year 2017, which is when I would say my dating life really skyrocketed because I think it's important you guys get to know me and my background as well as you can before we embark on this journey. Six years ago, I was 20 years old, living in Manhattan, attending fashion school, running around the city, in the fashion industry, and living a life pretty adjacent to the one you'd see on Bravo. Free dinners, VIP access to the hottest nightclubs, and rubbing elbows and taking shots with A-listers. I literally kid you not, sometimes I still feel like I'm going to wake up in my small hometown in Miss Davis's English class and that like my life in New York City didn't really happen but it fucking did. That lifestyle, while great for Instagram, my memories, and for my career, also brought me a ton of relationship issues that I'm sure will lead me to three divorces at some point in my lifetime. I remember leaving my house at 17 and my aunt told me the day before I moved to college. And she said, Frankie, it's a scary world out there. I want you to remember one thing. We love you for who you are. Do not change for anyone and stick to who you are. That conversation, unfortunately, went out the window the minute I moved to New York City because the reality is in this business, in this industry, no one, and I mean no one, cares about who you are on the inside. And unfortunately, it's all about appearances. And from the minute I walked through those VIP red velvet ropes in New York City for the first time, my life forever changed. I went from being someone who went through their life having such a big personality and being so bubbly um to really losing myself i mean i was dating men who were telling me to lose weight i was getting injectables i fried my hair off i blew one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars in five months it really changed me um the personality that had gotten me through my whole entire life like that shit like disappeared um within like three months of me be living there I now look at the pictures of this time of my life and all these events and parties and trips. And it's so weird because I know it's me in those pictures and videos, but it's almost like I'm looking at a ghost version of myself. I feel like I'm so diametrically different right now on this new platform, on this new show than I ever was in New York. I feel like 
who I am today is like who I really am. And I almost think that's what was the final nail in the coffin for me canceling the other show and wanting to start completely over. I think that the version of myself that New York brought out of me, while great, and while very fashionable, and while I look amazing, and while I learned a lot living in New York, it wasn't who I really am to my core. Um, I remember I ended up being really sick in going to the hospital in 2019 because one of my exes just was like, you need to be thinner. And I ended up getting on this really insane diet and I started using laxatives as a way to lose weight because me and my friend at the time, she was also in a very like toxic and like abusive relationship. And I think we thought that like we needed to like keep these lifestyles that we were in going. And so like we got on these diets and I got really sick and like i just like remember like looking at myself and being like who am i like i remember looking at myself in the mirror and i was like i don't even look like myself i don't feel like myself i'm sick i'm sick why for someone to like cheat on me all the time but anyways looking back at my dating life and previous relationships and reflecting before recording this episode i realized that from the moment i stepped in manhattan until the day i finally left Every decision was controlled or dictated by whatever man I was seeing or dating. And the craziest part now looking back is I didn't even really need them. My parents and family could and have provided me with everything those people did. Um, Now being older and having gone through a shit ton of like heartbreak, I now know it all came from like the desire and need to please men and be accepted by men, which is a deadly combination and one that I'm so glad I'm slowly phasing out of. At the time, I feel like I would say, oh, I'm with them because I love a mature man or because I like them older. Years later, I now know that that was an extreme case of daddy issues. Um, But like when I was in the moment, when I was living in New York City, I had no fucking idea that like it was daddy issues. I would just like trick myself into thinking like, oh my God, I'm just doing this to like maintain my lifestyle. Oh my God, I'm just doing this to like keep up with like the appearances. Oh my God, I'm just doing this because like I like them older. I think now this summer, like I, I don't know, like I met some, like I've met people and like it's so crazy because like these people are so different than like everything I've ever gone for. And I think that's what attracts me to them. I'm not really sure. I think I'll like figure that out as the summer goes on. I mean, it's still May and like we have three months to go. But some of these people that like when I first moved here, I like rode off and was like, oh my God, they're beneath me. Like I could never be seen caught dead with them. Like I would be like, ill, they're they don't have this or they don't have that or they don't dress like this. Like some of them have genuinely like I don't know, they've like made me see things and do things and like kind of like break out of my bubble. And like, I don't know, like suddenly I've gone from like your Amex turning me on to like your personality and like how like outspoken you are turning me on, which is like something that like I don't think I ever like, I don't think any guy ever dated, any guy ever liked like, I actually liked any characteristics about them. Like, I think everything was just like, oh, nice apartment, nice cars, nice house. And now I'm like in this place where I'm like, like someone who looks the complete opposite of anything that I've ever fucking known and anything that I've ever fucking like 
been socially attracted to romantically or even socially and like i think i'm like so fucking confused by that but i also feel like that while it's not real to me because like i would never actually go along with that makes me realize that i am slowly becoming more human again and like that i'm finally out of like that new york social media like how many followers how much money like how like what you look like like mentality so while this like connection really won't go anywhere it makes me know that i am becoming the frankie that i was before and i'm back to being human i want all of you guys listening right now to really think and ask yourselves what is your dating flaw what is something that i've done because it's important to remember that we can only control ourselves that has caused or ruined previous relationships or has hindered a relationship from blossoming i'll say mine again mine was i never asked questions why because i was so distracted by superficial aspects of whoever i was dating's life these days that isn't so much my problem but i'll slowly share more details about what's going on in my love life as the summer progresses but i'm gonna go back to when I finally came back home to my sick dad before he passed away. Um, before he passed away, I was able to spend a few months with him and finally really get to know him. And although it took 24 years and him being on his deathbed, um, those moments, I kid you not, really healed me, which is so important before dating and making friends. A lot of people, myself included, have so many traumas and so many fears and we go into the world and misplace them and put them on other people which is not fair to do to your friends or potential or current romantic partner my really good friend sierra once told me the key to a great relationship starts with you you can't be in a relationship of any kind if you're not okay if you're angry if you're stressed if you're broke if you're not feeling confident if you're not physically and mentally ready it's never going to work you know, what I've learned recently is that friendships and romantic relationships are kind of like homes. Like, they need a sturdy foundation. And that's an area I'm really trying to work on these days. I'm really trying to, like, get to know people and show them who I am outside of, like, social media, outside of, like, the nice clothes, outside of, like, the men. Like, that's really my goal this summer. Um, I said earlier that in the months leading up to my dad's passing, I truly got to know who he was as a person and that it helped and that it healed me. And honestly, those last few months with my dad really changed the way I look at my dating life and my friendships. Um, when my dad was in the when my dad was on his deathbed, I saw exactly what a real man is. I saw for the first time what real love was. Love isn't a credit card. Like love is family, it's your friends, it's being honest, it's putting people first, it's showing up for people. And that's who my dad was. He was a great friend, a hard worker. He was honest, he was a huge host. Like we used to throw Kardashian style themed Christmas and New Year's Eve parties. And when he passed away, we had food and flowers being sent to our house from people from all around the world some from people we didn't even know he knew and like that's just like a testament to like the type of man and like the type of impact he had on people and it really opened up my eyes and made me question my values and like who and what i want to be and most importantly surround myself with socially and romantically like what do i want my friends my family my future partner to say about me when i'm gone and it's really changed how i view how i view dating and like building bonds and friendships this summer i'm going into it blind um i obviously have steph carrie and Saki, and laura here and my friends in new york 
so far this summer can genuinely say that like I've gained so many bonus brothers and sisters and that like although the summer has just started like I've never laughed and had so much fun as I have with this group and it's something I honestly didn't know if I would ever feel again when my dad passed away um I didn't tell too many people when my dad died. I didn't go to the open casket. I didn't go to the funeral, which was obviously a massive mistake on my part. Um, I think that the minute we pulled the plug on my dad, I think a little piece of me went with him. And like, I was already dead on the inside from like, I think the New York experience and like the fashion industry and like dating and like just all that craziness. And I think when my dad died, a darker side of me came, but the darker side was just like on the inside and I feel like I was just so angry at the world and like I was just like what am I like I don't know like it just was a dark time and then like I look back at like last summer last year and I'm like I was present physically but I wasn't happy to be here like I was just like okay I'm here because like I have to be here okay I'm in Arlington because I have to be here because like I'm supporting my mom and I'm like supporting my family but like my mind wasn't here and like I felt so I felt like so much had been taken from me but like everything that was taken from me like New York even though it wasn't taken from me my dad just requested that I come back because he was in his last few months but everything that I lost I was so upset about losing but now in 2023 as I sit here like after my birthday, I'm kind of like, it all was like a blessing in disguise. Like everything happened for a reason. Like he made me come back here. And since I've been back here, I've made friendships and I've made relationships. And like, I've done things that like, I don't think I would have ever done in New York here. Um, which is like a good thing, which is, I know he's looking down, like being like, thank God, because the New York, I, I genuinely think had I stayed in New York any longer, probably would have died um there's a lot of things that you guys will hear as the season goes on as to how my journey in new york ended um but i now am here and i'm so thankful and i i have you know such good friends and i have such such a good support system and like you know i'm very optimistic that this summer is going to go well um and I'm really excited, which is all that you guys need to know. I know everyone for months has wanted updates, but those are genuinely the updates. You know, I lost my dad. I was going through a very dark time because I was dealing with it on the inside. Um, but now, you know, I've, I, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know because I, I don't know what it is, but these last couple of weeks, these last couple of months, especially like also with like my birthday that I just celebrated, I feel fresh. Like I feel like I have a second chance to like, you know, make things right and like to do things the way I want to do them and not the way that someone I'm dating or someone I'm hooking up with or my career or my Instagram is forcing me to do things. So I'm really excited and I'm really excited for you guys to go on this journey with me this summer. Um, I, I, I know I'm doing the right things and I know that the friends that I'm gathering along the way are good people and that they have my best interest, um, some more than others, but I'm, I'm glad I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be back at work. And I'm excited for you guys to see everything that I've been working on. I'm excited for you guys to see the new card games. Um, and I'm excited for you guys to meet my new friends. I think, you know, my friends in New York, some of them are a little like, okay, like who the fuck are these people? But you know, they're really good people and like they, they 
so far have had my back, you know, more than some people in New York and more than some people that I've known for a really long time. So it's going to be very interesting to see what this summer is going to be like. Um, This year has been such a transformative year for me. I feel like I've found myself again. I feel like I've started laughing again. I feel like I'm making deeper bonds with people. Um, I know I've only met some of these people just recently, but I need everyone listening to this who really knows me and who knows how I was in New York and who knows how I was with the other podcasts to know that I stopped having fun a really long time ago. Um, And for the first time in a really long time, I'm having fun. Um, And I'm having fun regardless of what it looks like on Instagram or if my outfit is cute or not, or if the person has a million followers or 10K or one, like I'm just having fun. And I think that's what's most important for me. Um, When I was celebrating my birthday recently and like I blew out my candles, all I said was, I just want to have fun. I just want to, for the first time, not worry about what something looks like, not worry about what it's going to look like, not worry about what like Instagram's going to think about it and what people will, like, I just want to live. And that's what I've been doing, you know? Um, For the first time in a really long time, I'm happy with how I look. I'm happy with how I feel and who I am. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is something that no man can buy. Even like with this new podcast, like, you know, as the episode's, come out they they will be more produced but i made it a point for this episode to kind of just be a diary styled podcast episode i didn't want the sound effects i didn't want like all the extra and the theatrics like i just wanted you guys to hear from me for i just wanted you guys to hear from me for the first time in months um and i just wanted to let you guys know that like i'm good and that the last couple of weeks the last couple of months i've been having a lot of fun and you guys will meet some of these people very soon. Um, and I'm happy. And like, that's all that matters. But anyways, I am going to talk about my 26th birthday because I just celebrated my 26th birthday a few days ago. And I woke up the day after that bender and decided to be celibate for the next 365 days until my 27th birthday. I'm not sure how this is going to go because one, the men around me right now are hotter than a Pop-Tart fresh out of the oven. Two, I'm weak as fuck. And all it takes is one what are you doing text and I'm rolling out of bed. Um, But I will try and keep you guys posted as the, as the season progresses. I was thinking of keeping track of every time I mess up like they do on Too Hot to Handle to see how much money I would total up. For those of you who don't know, Too Hot to Handle is that show on Netflix where like the singles are in a house for a month and they are banned from doing anything sexual, kissing included, or they lose money from a grand prize. So like pretty much like kissing is like $3,000. Oral sex is like $6,000. Sex is $20,000. Masturbation is like like two thousand dollars um so i was thinking like i'm going to try to be celibate for like 365 days a year but every time i mess up i kind of think it would be funny for like this podcast to kind of be like oh i hooked up with a guy last weekend minus twenty thousand dollars and then like totaling everything up by the end of the summer or like by the end of the year um i'm aiming for the end of the year because i think you know the whole reason for this whole celibacy journey is because I'm trying to make more meaningful connections. I think, and keyword think, that eliminating sex from the table will 
will force me to like be normal and like do more dates, maybe go on walks. I don't know, do regular people shit. I don't really know what like regular people do because like my dating life so far has not been regular, but I heard people go on walks, people go to lunch. Um, So I'm going to try that because a majority of my relationships revolved around sex. So I'm going to try things a little bit differently this summer. Um, I'm going to be keeping track of all my L's on my notes on my phone. Um, And I'm going to be talking about it on my podcast as the episodes start rolling out. So make sure to follow me, rate, subscribe, and follow us at PlayDrawTheLine or on Instagram at FrankieAndoAndo on all things social media. I will see you next week. Make sure you click that follow button. Make sure you leave me a rating. Make sure you let me know what you thought about this first episode. Like I said, it is not intended to be perfect because right now I'm in the season of not giving a fuck what anything looks like on social media, what anything looks like to the public. Right now I'm all about just like having fun. Um, So thank you guys and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.